All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. All right, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. I'm your host, Julian Gill. Today we've got 69th Blizzard Ken, who was early. Lonnie, yeah, who was on time, was. and Mark, who came sliding into home base right as Mark. we went live. So Be good better. timing, Mark. And, hey, right. hey, he's <laughs> here. <laughs> Ultimately, you guys are here. We've got an audience. So I want to thank everyone who's joining us live uh, who may come on. Oh, wrong chat. Let's see. We got uh, Ronnie Parker, as always, in the house. Kisser Masters Films, the Opal Archive, A, B, C, D, E, F. All right, A, B. Mm-hmm. AB is here. So thank you for joining us live. Um, I was late putting out that we're going to do a show this week. Next week, I won't be around. So love to see if these guys uh, want to do something without me. Do one of those shows where uh, they can cover stuff that I don't allow to be talked about. We can do the, the, yeah, the unrestricted stuff. Because I'm so uptight and controlling. Kiss FAQ after dark. <laughs> yeah. Get, get the, well, it's better than Kiss FAQ only fans. <laughs> Oh, Ooh. <laughs> for five dollars, I'll keep Ken's my clothes get on. Ken's gonna get that tank top out that we talked about a couple of weeks. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got some other folks who've rolled on into the chat. Uh, where's Drago, Austin, uh, David? Good to see you, buddy. Um, Dean, thank you very much for for joining us. So we're gonna be doing the death match. We've still got a whole tub full of songs to work through. Let's turn it around the right way. Kiss logo mm, um, to get get through all these insane matchups and see which one's going to, which song is going to win this. We've only got 26 songs that have gone through before we get into that. There is some news this week. Um, today it's been reported in well, Rolling Stone and reputable news channels and also TMZ um, that the family of Fran have filed suit against a plethora of parties uh, relating to his death from, from whatever. We don't know what the, don't know the details, don't want the details, don't want to know anything about any of that. It's just very sad, obviously, to see that. But in California, the statute of limitations for that sort of thing is two years. So it's no shock that right before the two year mark, a suit has been filed. So, um, I don't know if it, anyone wants to comment on that, go for it. But other than just mentioning it, I don't really have much to say on it because I don't know any details and I don't want to know any details. Yeah, it's, I, not sho- it's not shocking, like you said, Julian. Um, you know, I, I and it's but at the same time, it's difficult to comment on because we don't know any of the details. You know, nor is it really any of our business so it's 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 interesting and you know we'll kind of see how it plays out yep the voice of reason is lonnie today ken (laughs) yeah so that's why i agree with lonnie (laughs) that's the only time they're gonna agree today (laughs) yeah no i I totally agree with you um like you said it's none of our business we'll have to see how it plays out um i don't i don't you know it doesn't surprise me that you know the family is is doing that um because you know uh they must know some things i'm sure they do uh which led them to to uh you know open the suit against them so well we'll see what happens 
Yeah. I'll play devil's advocate. Uh, oh, no. You know, you know, really? Am I, am I surprised <laughs> that it's happening? No. I mean, look at Gene is, is, is a man who loves money. You know, and when it comes to, when you come to think of it, you know, they, these people probably learned from the best. They spent a lot of time around Kiss, and you know, when they see opportunity for money, maybe they thought it was a good idea to do it. Now we don't know why they're doing it, but you know, people are saying that you know their medical things weren't as strict as other touring things. We don't we don't know any of that, but you know, why they're doing it. You know, look, people want money, okay. Whether it's from a job or any other way, lots of people try to find little ins and outs to do it. Am I surprised? This is America. You guys are the leading people for these kind of things in the world. USA. You know, USA. USA. Pointing fingers. I'm pointing. USA, you are the problem. <laughs> you are the problem. Yeah, yeah you're you're US people. Trudeau, so hey, let me, let me tell you right something. Back at you. Here at, in Canada, I pick up obviously American channels, and every American channel I have, every five minutes, are you are have you been living on this piece of land for the last twenty years? We could be you can be involved in a lawsuit. Call this number. There are so many lawsuit lawyers from in America. It's unbelievable. And you know you ambulance chaser guys and all that. There, you Americans so, are great yeah. for that. Yeah, I heard yes, that. USA, USA. Money doesn't like money. No. You know what we we all we all need money, Mark. And you know what we don't know the details. There was an yeah, early exactly. Rolling Stone article about some of the protocols being skipped. Some of the crew allegedly using fake COVID cards uh, for vaccinations. But you know what? When they went back on tour and Paul got it and Gene got it, I didn't go to the show because I was that uncomfortable with the situation. Ken had an extra seat next to him because I wasn't there front row at a KISS show because I was feeling like shit um, and was afraid that I was coming down with it and wasn't going to go and infect people. And I also didn't know if I was ill or not. Hmm. So, you know what? Everyone made their own choices in life, you know? So whatever, they're going to get it sorted out. I don't think we're going to hear much about it because it will probably get settled. Most of these things do. And I think most of us have all agreed that it's none of our fucking business. um, And you are responsible for your own decisions, whatever that may be. And, and, you know, Fran was beloved by a lot of fans and he works in the industry and there were pressures on bands to get back out there as well. And the touring industry. So it was an ugly situation for everyone. Hopefully whatever it is gets resolved so that people can move on um, without putting, you you never put the loss of a loved one behind you. All right. So um, speaking of that, I just got my fucking booster last Friday and I was Mm -hmm. sick for four days. The sickest I have ever been including the first time i had COVID, original adoption of it it made me so fucking sick i actually wish well i was unconscious it was so unpleasant so wow it's a great advertisement for the booster well i went to (laughs) yeah i got moderna this time and everything else had been pfizer before that so okay absolutely kicked my ass so enough about health care this is a music podcast all right so kiss Kiss care a Kiss vinyl release has been announced this week. A Walmart-only special edition of the title everyone has been waiting to add to their collection. Ken? I'm not waiting for that one. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, the song selection is just your general classic Kiss song. Now, do you remember what the title is? What's the title, Ken? What's the title? What, Icon. Yeah, when was it originally released? 
Oh, that's a good trivia question. Uh, early two thousands somewhere. What? <laughs> anyway, I'm going to say, say two thousand nine. Do you know, Julian? What's the answer? I think it's actually no, two thousand. No. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Well, Mark, is, Mark is absolutely correct because I can't even be arsed to go and look it up. There were two editions of Icon that came, or actually three. Um, there's like an Icon 2 CD, a single CD, and there was Icons, and this is the cheapest of the cheap. The um, Icons would have been, now that would have been cool. If they would have done Icons and had the like four, the four discs, discs or something of you know, each one has one's Gene, one's Paul, you know, and so on. That would have been cool. Um, but this is kind of like some of those other icon albums I've seen out there that they've been putting out as of late. Um, none of them are appealing to me. It's not enough songs. It, it It's kind of just a potpourri or whatever it is of, of songs. There's no rhyme or reason to oh, it. Fuck. And then they screwed up on the darn uh, the title. That's right. The title of the darn uh, 2010. Christine 16. Uh, Love Gun Christine 16 is all mashed together or whatever. Hmm. Um, Love Gunch. There's a typo. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know. They, they don't actually den- don't denigrate typos, Ken. Yeah. Well, yeah. There, there Julian go. goes, why do you hate typos? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't say anything. Yeah, about that's the what books. you're just saying there. <laughs> All right, Mark, you were going to say something? No, I was just going to say that I, I, I saw it. they have they have the CD copy of that in my local store for a while now. It's been sitting there like probably a two inches of dust on it, which shows how you know exciting a release that is, but. You know, well, you know how people are with vinyl. Maybe they're, they'll sell some because maybe, you know, there's still people who are in that early stage of being excited about vinyl and buying it, right? Yeah, so my, I, I think my take on it is it's cool enough. It's a space filler for someone. It's mm-hmm. going to be interesting to someone. I don't give a shit about it. It was actually released in 2010. The, um, the, the Icons release came in 2008, and then Icons and Icons 2 were... Uh, 2010. So I don't care about it, but it's something different. I mean, who had that bingo uh, on their bingo card for the month? Kiss is going to reissue, or Universal in this case, mm. is going to reissue Icons. Did yeah, not see that coming. I mean, it, it's it's fine, but where's the very best of Kiss on vinyl? That'd be badass. It's that'd be the green. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm. That'd be cool. <laughs> I want that. No, I really want that, which is probably why they have not done That's it. That's why they won't do it. That's right. How it many times on this show over the last nine years have we said <laughs> that about. is, if we have to have some reissue, revinalized thing, give us the very best of Kiss as a gatefold with that impressive freaking image on the gatefold with fluorescent or some colored vinyl. It'd be spectacular. Mm-hmm. So you can't have I agree. It. Nope, yeah. here's icons. All right, so last last <laughs> piece of news is Ken. Oh yes. Bye. <laughs> Ken. Bye. <laughs> Dubai Ken has been canceled. So um it came with a very generic 
cancellation notice. I actually got an email from someone in Dubai taking the board to task for its pontifications. Um, and I, I want to read mm -hmm. some of it because this is someone who lives in Dubai, someone who actually knows the market, um, someone who has a clue, um, and also someone who didn't appreciate being banned before they'd ever posted. Didn't meet security. Oh, so this person lives in Dubai, mentions that two weeks ago, an, um, a band featuring two Israeli musicians, Infected Mushroom, played the same venue. So it's a very open society. Protests are banned. Right now, the response to what's going on out there is uh, don't take sides, don't protest. Um, so nothing about safety justifies that. Um, basically saying the ticket sales sucked. And, it, and I add that it's a convenient excuse, therefore, to cancel a show that wasn't selling and get the band members home early. Because obviously anyone who's on Facebook knows that some members of the crew had already mm -hmm. gone to Dubai and the band had yet to fly. So anyone shocked that it's canceled? No. <laughs> no. No. Not, I mean, not just I not going to get Dubai merch ever. Well, that's the thing. No I mean, are you are you surprised that what what happened with, with the whole fiasco that happened with the last thing that Dubai was associated with that this happened? I mean, I I don't know. It just it just has a bad people. I think people just had a bad taste in their mouth with it. I mean, I could be totally wrong about that, and it's just maybe there's some other issues that you know made that happen. But I don't know. It seems kind of odd that everywhere else it seems to be doing great this this tour except for this spot all of a sudden, you know? Yeah, I'm just responding to Titania. Yeah, Scotland got bloody robbed by the Spanish and VAR today. So don't even get me started. Are you talking uh, about cricket or something? Football. Oh, football, okay. Real football. Maybe the, uh, you know, going Dubai thing, maybe the original Dubai one, which they played for a pool and then the hotel – had actually more people than what that bought tickets for the most recent one. Well, don't, don't forget, 2020 was all subsidized. There was right. very, 2020 was subsidized. There was very little audience there, and what was there was going direct to the band, essentially, um, through a package. That was tourist industry. That was, that was basically paid for. Um, oh, yeah by both the streamer Atlantis and the Dubai tourist board. So that one doesn't even count as a show because that couldn't not go on because the whole object of it was that you didn't have to leave your home to go and see it. This one had a promoter again. Uh, I'm paraphrasing now what the gentleman said in the email that this had a promoter who was going to lose real money without the benefit of subsidies. So there, therefore no, no shock, you know, no shot whatsoever. All right, fuck all that news. Uh, oh wait, I got to go back <laughs> up there. Vinny uh -oh. Vincent news. No, I'm still trying to decipher that freaking post on the FAQ about Vinny's latest comments um, because that's just too much fucking crazy, even for the FAQ in one place. So um, apparently, he wants multiple vinyl singles in the lead up to the release or something in 2024. Faux shizzle. Oh God! I mean, it or doesn't. Album? I have no idea. And apparently, all systems go again is go again, again. Maybe stop. Magical. Canceled. There it is. Cancelled. <clears throat> there it is. Official. 
Actually, no, Dubai Actually, is not, not a culture. <laughs> wow. Actually, it's not official. Another off the, the top rope. Kiss never said anything from their Twitter. They never posted anything on their website. They just went with what was done. And even last night, it still it's said like it never happened on the tour. And now today, it's just gone. And it's just, it's just magical, and it's gone. Oh yeah, kiss cancer goodbye, twenty twenty. Mm. Neil Davis's event in Sarasota, is it? I'm not going. Florida, yeah. yeah. All right, let's get into some deathmatch songs. We'll work our way through our list for the next 45 minutes. Uh, lots of comments so far. Chime in with your votes, people, because sometimes we do need a tiebreaker. I'm not going to vote. People get it wrong here. Um, unless needed, <laughs> which with a even number of people is going to be. Ah. King of the nighttime world against. It's a cover, man. It's a cover. It's a cover. destroyer, so we know which way Mark's voting. Anything else? <laughs> well, do we? Master and slave. Oh. <laughs> ah. <laughs> One of the best songs, to my taste, off Carnival of Souls, versus a really shit hop song because if you've heard the Hollywood Stars version of King of the Nighttime World, Kiss really did kissify it. Better job. Mark, yeah, I have to better. start with you because Ezrin's in the house. Yeah. And and I funny, I was doing a live stream I do was one on Sunday and Tuesday. Ken's and I pops in on that one with uh, Patrick and I. And uh, they actually played that original the original version of King of the Nighttime World on that stream and it was very swinging, you know, King of the Nighttime World. It's like, wow, this is like, this is so much better. Ezrin didn't touch this. Better. So, uh, anyway, um, I know Lonnie loves that comment. So, uh, But, you know, Master and Slave is not a bad song. I mean, like like Julian said, uh, on that album where there's so much debris on it, you would have thought that Bob Ezrin actually worked on that album. Uh, but, uh, but the songs that are on there that are decent are pretty good. And uh, I, I think, honestly, I think I might even go with Master and Slave over King of the Nighttime World. No big surprise, but, you know, it's kind of, it, it's got some balls to it. it. There's no stupid pianos or anything like that or any kind of ridiculous, unnecessary production on it. You know, there's hardly any production mm. on the Carnival of Soul stuff. So, you know what? Just to give Bob Ezrin a big F you, I'm going with, you know, Faster and Slave. Don't want to sell that coming. F you, Bob. Lottie. Shocking. Um, no, King of the Nighttime World, man, it is a classic Kiss song. It's one of the reasons we... It is... Stop it. You had your turn. It's one of the reasons we (laughs) love Kiss. It's on one of the albums is why we love Kiss. King of the Nighttime World, hands down. I freaking love that song. I've only gotten to hear him play it twice ever. I wish they would still play it because it is so good. Um, And people would... And why they don't play it, I really don't know. Because people would know it. I think it would get a great reaction out of the crowd. It's King of the Nighttime World without a question. Master and Slave is a good song. Like Julian said, it's one of the better songs on Carnival, but King of the Nighttime World is a classic kiss. Come on. Thank you. Ken. Yes. Let me down, Ken. All right, oh, Ken. I will not let you down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, King of the Nighttime oh, World for me. One coming. Oh, come on. King, King of the Nighttime World is much better. I, I do not like Master and Slave. 
I, I really don't like it. Um, I probably only like pretty much mostly uh, just the gene stuff, except for goat, uh, jungle, and you know, the other one, the acoustic one, um, the other one by Paul, <laughs> the memorable song. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, but King of the Time World is a good song, even though yes, they didn't write it. Uh, they, like Julian said, they kissified it and they made it, you know, their own, and uh, it came out pretty darn good. I've always thought it was a you know great, great song. Well, it's not it's not a skip. It's not a skip for me. All right. Well, that that's king through because the uh, live audience is unanimous. Well, semi unanimous. Um, I would have gone with King as well. As much as I love Master and Slave and think it's one of the stronger songs on Carnival of Souls, and it's one of those riffs that I actually grab a guitar when I hear. As I find it inspiring, but the here we go. Opal Archive, Paul's vocal, Paul's delivery, delivery, yeah, everything that's represented um, on the studio recording that Mark hates. I love. <laughs> You're unhappy, Mark. That makes me. Happy. Oh no, I'm not unhappy. Everything is good here in Canada. Yeah. Yeah, is it except is Bob Mezrin? Really? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? If we find him, though, we're getting his ass out and dumping him to <laughs> USA. USA, get him out of here. <laughs> oh, oh we have we have someone disagreeing with us. Mark will be yeah. yeah All right, well, there's a there's a voice of logic there. There you go. Oh, sensible. All right, <laughs> tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow. All right. Uh, so I, should read, I should read the other one. Oh, fuck the oath. Tomorrow versus mm. the oath. Why is it songs <sighs> that I actually really like against one another? Lonnie, we're going to start That's with you. Mm. That's rough. That is rough doings right there. Because tomorrow, we sing tomorrow's praises on this show quite a bit and talk about how great oh. and underrated song it is. And, the oath is like the oath is so good too because it's like man, what that out what you know those kiss finding a rock a rock song for the first time in a while at that point and it's it's great as well. Um, damn, but I'm gonna have to go with the oath as much as I love tomorrow. I think I'm gonna go with the oath, and I might be I might be in the minority here. But I think I'm going to go with the oath as tough of a decision as that is because I really like tomorrow. And I know you guys too, so I, you guys do as well. So I, I might be in the minority here. Wow. I, I just thinking at that riff, the first time I ever heard the oath riff, holy mm-hmm. shit. Um, what a song. Ken. Yeah, they're both good, really good songs. Um, but I'm going to have to go with the oath. Yeah. Um, even though tomorrow is a, you know, just a catchy <clears throat> song, should have been a single and all that hit and all that. It's it's the points are are taken away from tomorrow because of its lack of you know being a, a big rock rocker. It's it's too poppy, so that's the problem there. So <clears throat> the oath that still rocks even so though it's you know Bob Ezra produced. 
and a concept album and, and all that stuff. Uh, it's a great song, great riff, great vocals. Guitar solo is good, too. So, I, I, yeah, I like that one. A little bit better. Not a lot better, but a little bit better. You guys are breaking my heart, Mark. <laughs> well, Don't you know, just like Lonnie said, we, we sing the praises of both songs on this podcast quite a bit. Uh, Tomorrow has been a song that I've always really loved. I, and since the first time I heard Unmasked, I really thought that was a standout song. And we've all said before, that if that album had a remix, proper remix, it would be such a standout record if they you know, fixed a couple of things on that mix. And I, I really think that it just because of those little things that were misstepped by Mr. Poncia there on it, uh, you know, it took it from being a good record to being almost a classic record. Uh, but I really love Tomorrow, and I'd have to go with it for one, if not for one other reason, is because of that numpty Ezrin who was involved with the oath. You know, he doesn't deserve my vote on that song where his greasy, grimy hands were all over it. Of course, you know, at that point, he was, you know, half in the bag and probably didn't know what was going on anyways in the studio. So, you know, it can only blame him partially for such an atrocious album. And I'm hoping know, we have but, no more Ezrin songs today. Yeah, because I hope there's more because I have more. Mark there's driving, plenty more where Mark that came driving from. at home as usual. Okay, because Bob is just <laughs> should, it, it's like, rat poison this guy to kiss music okay just keep him away from it okay i want my kiss music ezrin free people okay i'm talking to you out there you okay all right so you're voting for the oath okay no i'm voting for tomorrow (laughs) okay thank god because i i would have gone with tomorrow as much as i love the oath Mm. um because i absolutely adore tomorrow um but the Oath's already won it because the audience has said that the Oath well, wins it as well. There. Not enough. Not a, Oath, 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 Oath. Yeah, that would be enough to to do the dirty on tomorrow, which I'm just surprised that, that the song's already gone. All right. I get to leave that up while I get the next songs out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trust in what? Stupidity. Wow. How to ruin a kiss song in Ezrin we trust. Listen to the wall. Listen to momentary lapse of reason. Yeah, I'm saying I said the kiss stuff, not the other stuff. I've always said he's good with Floyd. So he's, he's good with so Alex he's clearly not the Antichrist. Yeah. If he was if he was the Antichrist, he'd poison. He everything. is the anti kiss Christ. Listen to some classic Alice Cooper. Yeah. I have class, classic Cooper. I said I love his work with them. All right, so here we go. Uh, I love it loud. Versus Into the Void. Ooh, How can we screw this one up, wow. guys? Mark? Can't screw this Mark. One. This is going to be easy. Okay. I love it loud. Hands down, no matter what. That is, you know, if we're going to go, if I'm going to use the typical terms that my counterparts here, Lonnie and Ken, always use, classic song. It's a classic song. You know, you know it's got to be that because it's a classic song. Okay. So for once, they'd be right this time because this is actually a classic song unlike the other crap that they were voting on. But anyways, uh, this is a classic song, and it deserves to be in the next round, much more than Into the Void. Into the Void is, you know, it is a good song. It's probably the only true representation of Kiss on that album, another horrendous album, but still, it's a good song. Ken? 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I have to ask you. It's almost <laughs> insulting. Yeah, of course. It's I love it loud. Um, Into the Void is just a more of a. It's, it's not a bad song, but it's it's more of the filler type of a Kiss song. Um, even though it's you know it's enjoyable, but it's nothing like I Love It Loud. Lonnie. No, it's I Love It Loud as well. As much as I Love It Loud maybe overdone in concert over the last 20 years, and Into the Void is one of the better songs on Psycho Circus. It, it's still I Love It Loud, hands down. It's not much of a comparison. And not because it's classic, because yeah, it's a better song. Yeah, because it's a better song. I'm yeah, waiting to hear it. Thank you, Ken. Well, Into the Void's not a classic because Paul Stanley hasn't said that it's a classic. Yeah, Paul. But Hell or Hallelujah is a decision on that. That's mm. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Moving on. Oh, we got a good New songs. classic. These are good songs coming up today. Oh. Parasite. Mm. Parasite. It's going to have to be good. Is that Shadow Weezing? Mm-hmm. Or is it, yeah. <laughs> Sleep after you. He had a he had a long walk this evening. Uh, All right, so Parasite versus Jungle. <laughs> Ken. Yeah, I mean Jungle's one of the better songs, of course. I mentioned it earlier um, on Connor World Souls, but but uh, Parasite. I mean, I'm not going to say classic. But I'm gonna say it anyway. Classic. <laughs> it is. It is good. It's. It's a great. That turn's gonna be haunting you deep, guys now. You know, back in the early days, Kiss song, um, well written, well done, the whole thing. It's much better. Much better song. It's true, Kiss. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I, Par- Parasite's so good. I love Parasite. It's. It's it's really high on my list of, of, of favorite Kiss songs. And again, the Echo Ken Jungle is one of the better songs on Carnival. And I don't I don't really don't mind it at all. It's actually, you know, a, a pretty good song. I, I really love the bass riff on it that that Bruce plays. And um <laughs> but um that he lifted from Deep Purple. Correct, 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 correct. But Parasite's okay. great. I love that riff on Parasite. I mean, that's it's one of the first songs I've learned how to play on, on guitar was Parasite because it's you know it's just it's just kind of fun and kind of easy to play a little bit, and you feel like oh, you know, I've been playing guitar for a week, but I feel like I can halfway play this a little bit. So, um, but it, but at the same time, it's it's really really good. So it, it's definitely Parasite for me. I love that breakdown you know, guitar park in Parasite. Yeah, it's fun to play, real fun to play. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, parasite, parasite. Mark, you a parasite? Well, you know, in thinking about it a bit, uh, you know, he's gonna go jungle just to be devil's advocate. No, no. I mean, jungle is a good song. I mean, it has an interesting bass riff going on there, and you know, I like the way they kind of put that flanging effect on it. it sounds cool. Uh, but parasite is a better written song. Now, you know. This is a prime example of why songwriting is is the most important thing because that album sounds so bad, the, like the actual mix and production of it. You would think Bob Ezrin would have worked on it, but you know, overall the songs on it 
are so good and well structured that you know you can't help but love these songs. I mean, I in one of my bands we used to we used to play Parasite as our encore cover and love playing. It's a fantastic song. And like Julian said, that breakdown part is fantastic. It gives a drummer a little bit of a spotlight when you let him do that little extra drum beat before you kick into it, like they do in the live versions. And of course, the live version of the song is a killer on a live. I absolutely love it. So I would be remiss if I went with Jungle instead of this song. But the, the, you know, this song is is, is great. I, I have to definitely go with this. And it's a classic song. It is a classic <laughs> on the live so you know but gro- um groove wise jungle is very unusual as a kiss mm-hmm. song yeah or that groove that they do lock mm-hmm. into because it's they're just great not, song. not known for doing that stylistically and that's that to me doesn't um kind of come out of the seattle sound that they were chasing um mm. for that album either i mean that that's that's a really weird composition um yeah, vocally lyrically musically so it doesn't stand a chance against Parasite, though. No way. <laughs> no how. No, not smoking any pipe to vote for Jungle over Parasite. All right. Shadow. All right. Oh. Next up. Oh, hate. Man, okay. a lot of Carnival of Souls today. We have so many of those songs made it through. Eh? Unbelievable. It's weird. Well, because it, it was probably up against an album with nine songs on there, something stupid. So yeah. three got a pass. All right, versus is that you? Hate. Versus, oh, this isn't. On. This isn't this top. Is... This is not top shelf kiss. Um, <laughs> hmm. But but Mark, another cover song, song, Mark. Another cover. Yeah, song. Mark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice call, Ken. <laughs> so you know. I've always said before that, that that song is what really an oddball song. I always thought is that you? You know, it, it's it's okay. I mean, it's not a bad, not a bad song. But I got to say, we had we had a discussion about this once before about opening tracks on Kiss albums, how good they are. You know, King of the Mountain. You know, uh, you know, Strutter and all these other great albums that we have great opening songs, Room Service. But this is probably one of the records, unfortunately, because the rest of it is so good, you know, where the first two tracks on the album are pretty weak, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and and Hate is one of the examples of, an, of another song. I think that's pretty, pretty good opening track, you know, uh, you know, it is a Gene song, so that has it against it. But the, it, other than that, I think that it's uh, pretty, pretty, pretty strong. It has some good, you know rock and metal guitars on there and stuff and it has the you know also has the advantage that there's no side sight of bob ezrin on it anywhere so that's another good thing as well and yeah so i think that i'm gonna go with hate as much as i how, love, you, how the fuck did you manage to work bob just, ezrin he, he so worked, <laughs> i was just gonna say he just worked a little jab in there he can't help himself he just has to work a little jab in there. Every. Was, was, I was, was sitting little... there looking at the sunset. Can, we, and can like, we please go one episode without mentioning Bob Ezra? It's like, it's like looking at the Jeez. sunset, Julian, and going, you know, it's there's like... really not enough orange in this sunset. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you can find something wrong. <laughs> Bob Ezra overproduced this sunset. <laughs> he probably would, come to think of it. But uh, yeah, okay, yeah, so, so, you, so you're, you're going with is that you? No, I'm going with hate. Oh, 
Jesus you know, Christ. This sunset's a little too pretty for my taste. All right, Lobby. <laughs> Is that you or hate? I'm going hate as well. Um, hate is one of the standout tracks on on Carnival. In, in my opinion, it's the best song on Carnival, and it represents to me what I like Carnival of Souls. But I think hate represents what Carnival of Souls really could have been, and how they advertise it as picking up where Revenge left off. And you start with a song like Hate, which is really tough and cool as a term I use when I talk about revenge quite a bit. And the album just kind of fades from there, in my opinion, in, in comparison to revenge. I, I think hate, hate could be on revenge. It, it, it sounds like something that could be on revenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and is that you is, is fine, but it's, 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 it's a little too poppy for my taste when you, when you compare it to a, to a song like hate. I mean, you guys have put so much effort into that reasoning, and I, I actually agree with Jamie here. <laughs> Neither. Um, can't we just throw both of these in the shit can and take tomorrow and put that into the next round? Right. No, because Julian Math isn't allowed to exist, is it? I'm feeling repressed mm. by this whole process now. Um, change the rules. All right, Ken. Can we please have some common sense? Well... Yeah, is that you? Is probably the weakest leadoff song on any Kiss album. Seriously, I think it probably it's up is. There. Um, I don't know which would would, would be worse. Uh, Detroit Rock Kiss City. No, not Detroit Rock City. Come on now, <laughs> Jeez. This is terrible. Um, but hate is a you know is a much. I I more you know it's a kiss demon you know demon type song, um, evil gene. I, I I love it. I think it's a good you know great great song. Um, but is that you? Even when I heard put that album on the first time, it didn't sound like kiss to me. And there was a reason. I and I didn't know because uh, until I looked you know after the fact and looked who wrote it, it's like oh no wonder it didn't feel like kiss to me. Uh, it's you know, written by some other guy, you know. So, yeah, hate is it. <laughs> we all agree. I love hate. Wrong. Guys are just all bloody wrong. Unholy too. Hate is everything that's wrong with Carnal of Souls for me. Um, it's what? not even. It's not wow, even good. It's, it's not production. even. It's horrendous. It's it. absolute bloody rubbish. Just your photos. Is that you really? I would, yes. Okay. I would okay. absolutely vote. Is that okay? You? Because it's like the difference between almost human and God of Thunder. It's like the difference between Mr. Blackwell and God of Thunder. It's just a, a parody. Julian's in the minority today. I am in the mini- minority, and I'm, people can tell me that I'm wrong because my vote is very annoyed count. with all of us today. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just hurt. <laughs> Like it when things don't go my way. All right. my, don't say my way. I don't like that song either. <laughs> Do it my it's, like Ken's, it's got getting Ken's vote either. Yeah. Oh God, another unmasked song. Two sides of the coin. Hmm. Oh, versus. He's taking his time. Suspense is killing me. Oh, I saw a comment. Hmm. 
somewhere between heaven and hell. Austin from the top rope. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Somewhere between heaven and hell versus two sides of the coin. We're, we're back up uh, way yeah. away from that top shelf, Ken. Mm. Get started. Yeah. Um, two, two, sides of the, two sides of the coin. I'm going to go with that one. I enjoy it a little bit more than the... Uh, even though the other one's a you know gene thing, <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. Oh, um, says a coin is it, is it? It's not the best A song, you know. If you can't compare it to his you know solo album uh, back in '78 and that sort of stuff, but it's still you know decent enough. It's catchy. Just look, Mark David Donnelly's right too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I forgive David though. Something you know, he's 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 on medication <laughs> right now, so yeah. Wow. Yeah, David, hope you feel better. Yeah. Uh Lonnie, <laughs> two sides or somewhere between heaven and hell. I'm gonna go two sides of the coin. Thank you. I like I like two sides of the coin better somewhere between heaven and hell is just it's like that whole <clears throat> B side of hot in the shade. There's just like how much can we cram on here type type of stuff? And that, that's kind of where somewhere between heaven and hell kind of kind of lands for me. But Two Sides of the Coin is is fun. It's an Ace song. Ace is, you know, really kind of coming to his own at this point in his career after his solo album. And, you know, had some good songs on Dynasty, had some good songs on Mass. And, um, you know, somewhere between heaven and hell is just a throwaway. So I think that's just... Um, actually just kind of an easy choice. Yeah. Mark, is it an easy choice? Uh, it's, d- it's definitely an easy choice. I mean, look, uh, everything what Lonnie said pretty much I'll have to echo. I-, I think that Ace was feeling you know, good at this time. He did a good solo record in 78. He did some good songs on Dynasty and he did a couple of good ones on this album too. Uh, actually, I think m- most of the stuff that he did on, on Mast, I-, I feel is some of the strongest stuff on there, you know? fantastic stuff on there and you know we've all we've all said it before that you know hot in the shade is you know not the strongest record i mean it it suffers from having way too many songs and songs that probably shouldn't even be on that record you know just unbelievable some of the songs that were on this record i mean even i'm sure even our good friend ken would agree that some of the material on there is just not strong enough for a release on this record it would not be what ken would say a classic song on that record so i think that he would agree with that and that song is so bad you would almost think that bob helped write that song with them you know so uh, definitely uh, i'm gonna go with two sides of the coin every time (sighs) yeah (laughs) somewhere between heaven and hell is a complete throwaway two sides of the coin ace was in ascendancy i mean he brought five songs into the unmasked sessions there is now sold out book about that very nice um so you know two sides it's not a great song but it's a damn sight better than somewhere between heaven and hell all right so next up we've got i guess these might classify as classic versus classic strange ways ace mm-hmm. is in the house today calling dr love ace versus mm. gene on the throwdown gotta start with ken on that one since it involves gene <laughs> This is a, a very, very I like Strangers. I mean, it's a great, yes, you can say classic again, but the great song, great mood to it. And 
I love Peter's vocals on it. Um, Calling Dr. Levis probably the, my first favorite Kiss song when I first was getting into them. Um, especially because, you know, it's a catchy tune, Calling Dr. Love. Plus the, the guitar solo is one of Ace's best solos. Best binky solos. Yeah, one of those great solos. Um, memorable solos. Uh, it's just you know, fantastic. So I, I'm going to go Calling Dr. Love. Because I, I just, you know, it's a favorite of mine. Just going way back. I always love to hear it. Actually, I won't be around next episode. So I guess if you can get Mr. Ezrin, you're more than welcome we to get try. Ezrin to, but, uh, uh, I, I don't think that would go the way you would hope, but there you go. Definitely uh, between Mark and Ezrin. <laughs> I, I think it'd have to be me and Ken hosting the show. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he wants to kill me, and he'd want to kill Mark by the end, so yeah. why the hell not? Mark's, Mark's closer down the road. So, um, Lonnie, Dr. Love or Strange Ways? Oh, I like Strange Ways. It's really, really good. Uh, I'd love Peter's vocal on it. It's a well-written ace song from early in the days, but Calling Dr. Love is, I'm not going to say classic, because Mark might get offended, but Call Calling classic, Dr. Love... Please. Yeah, but Calling Dr. Love is, is, is just great. I mean, they still play it live. It's so, because it's so iconic. It's an iconic Kiss song. How about great that? Great riff, isn't it? Yeah. It's an iconic Kiss song. Great riff, great solo, great lyrics. I mean, it's just it's just a fun Kiss song. I mean, it, it encompasses everything what a Kiss song should be. Um, so Calling Dr. Love, no doubt about it. Mark, what was yours? I didn't get to my vote. Oh, yet. okay. Ken, what was yours? <laughs> Doctor Love. Okay, sorry, I'm losing. <laughs> are you are you listening to this show? No, I'm just the reading the okay. comments. That's more fun. <laughs> He's listening to a, He's listening to a so, better kids podcast. So, so, so basically, yeah. <laughs> so basically, this again is one of these situations where it's two good, two great songs. Um, but Doctor Love, like Ken and Lonnie both said represents everything that's great in a Kiss song, this song, Dr. Love. It's got a great riff. It's got a great vocal. It's got a fantastic guitar solo. I think I've seen about three or four different uh, ranking episodes of Kiss songs where they've said that Calling Dr. Love has the best guitar solo period of a Kiss song from the, from the era with Ace in it, of course. Uh, so, and I, and I agree 100%. It's just a great song and you know, as as good as Strange Ways is, and that that also has another great solo in it as well. Uh, I just think that there's more more of it gelled. I mean, this is this is the album that everything went right for them after. You know, and we all know, and and I don't have to step go on in great detail with this, but everybody knows that this album, Rock and Roll Over, was a reaction to the crappy Destroyer that came out before it. So of course they had to put all their best eggs in the basket on this one and calling Dr. Love is one of the greatest things on there. You know, if they would have had a song like that in Destroyer, maybe it would have been a lot better, you know? They did have the song during Destroyer, but it wasn't used. And Yeah. What a mistake know, that was. It was nixed by your favorite producer. Well, it had gone through like 20 different versions before. That's true, too. Gene got it yeah. to stick. I mean, come on. It's, it's like... It's like Russian roulette or rotten to the core or some of his ideas that just refused mm -hmm. to die. Um, you know, I, I would have gone with Dr. Love, but Strange Ways is so fucking 
cool. Like, it is a cool song. It's just a dark and seedy kind of weird song. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nephew's favorite album. Oh, here Do we go. Do you love me? Do you oh, love boy. me? Versus Creatures of the Night. Oh. Oh, brutality. I don't like that. Yeah, you're uncomfortable, Lana. You go first. I am uncomfortable with that pick. Mm-hmm. Because you held up the, the Do You Love Me piece of paper, and I'm like, oh, that's going to be really, really hard to beat, in my opinion, because I really like Do You Love Me. Um, But Creatures of the Night, I can't vote against the song Creatures of the Night. It's so good. <laughs> I really like Do You Love Me. I really do, and I, I really hate voting against it, but in this matchup, I have to, because Creatures of the Night is so damn good. Just, just in that drum intro, it just pounds in your ears and just hooks you from the start and then put just place yourself in 1982 like you hear that intro and like you would have to be thinking kisses back um and i'm sure that i'm sure ken that's what you thought when you heard it for the first time so, oh, yeah. but i i have to just <laughs> of the night all right ken creatures versus yeah it, you know do do you love me is kind of a i mean it's a good song but to me it's not a song that they should be using continually on on their live shows uh, to me they should have stick something else in there instead um it's not a hit song or whatever as paul would say but i guess it to him it is so um creatures is i'm gonna pick creatures because uh yes it, it's a great song it's what kiss should be or sound like and it just rocks you know like you know anything um i remember yeah putting that on first time when it came out man it's just it just hit you in the face like i can't believe it you know it quick got on the phone and called my friend they're back you know so that's the song uh, easily over do you love me mark you know i'm going to answer this by saying this if we if we had Bob Ezrin actually come on this program, then I, I would I would I would say to him, "You want to hear how to produce a Kiss record? Put on Creatures of the Night." Okay, this is how you produce a Kiss record: not putting ridiculous tubular bells and chimes and all kinds of horseshit on "Do You Love Me" like you did, and make it sound like a Christmas song. You know, come on. That this is. What are you thinking? I, I know what you were thinking. Not not logically. That's what you were thinking. Okay. So, creatures of the night is easily going to be voted in for for me because it has power. It's got balls. It has a great guitar riff in it, and Paul Stanley sings it fantastically well. And Paul said it himself when they, when they're talking about creatures versus lick it up. You know, creatures is the better album. Because the only reason why Lick It Up did better is because people listened with their eyes, not their ears. And that's the only reason why it did better. Lick It Up is not the superior record over Creatures. Creatures is far better record, in my opinion. Sorry, Ken. I know you love Lick It Up, and it's nothing to do with you. I still love you, Ken. You're a good guy. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Well, now that Mark's done lecturing Ken... um... No, I would be creatures all the way, and it's not because I don't like "Do You Love Me." Um, it's just the power and the bombast of that 
and everything that it was a declaration of, oh, God, mm-hmm. I don't like this next matchup. Getaway, <laughs> Getaway. versus uh, All Night. Oh, okay. All right, Mr. Asylum, go first. <laughs> well, look, everybody knows that I like Dress to Kill. It's a good album. I think it's really well done. Of the three first albums, it sounds sonically really fantastic. Uh, but, you know, and Julian has kind of touched on her very briefly there. I'm a I'm a Asylum guy, okay? I've loved that album since the first time I heard it, okay? And everything on that album, even, you know, even Gene's songs, which I think are really good on Asylum, you know, usually Gene's material is kind of weak on this time period, you know, but he, he, he stepped up to the plate in this record and did some good stuff. So, and, you know, Getaway... While it is an ace song and ace usually does good stuff, I mean, this is sort of like a, you know, hey guys, you need a quick song. I got a couple of, you know, 12 bar blues ideas we can use, you know, and that's what Getaway pretty much is. It's just like a simple dan, 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 dan. I mean, I could have, come on, no offense, Julian, but you could have wrote Getaway easily. Okay. All right, better songs than that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So there you go. So the, 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 to put that against All Night, which is a classic of the MTV period, in my opinion. <clears> okay, <throat> so that's going to get my vote. Look, get away. No, you know, you know <laughs> damn well which one I'm picking. That's All Night. Wait, what? Okay. All right. I did say I did say last week that I thought that like rock and roll light as a closer that uh, all night was a great closer for the eighties. So um, unfortunately, I don't get to vote in this. Um, Ken, yeah, for me, um, all night was good when it first came out. It was new and fresh kind of thing. Um, but I'd rather I'd rather hear Getaway. In my opinion, it is more your straight ahead rock and roll kind of song um and i like that type of music uh and you know ace or ace did a pretty good song and and peter sings really you know cool on it um it's very you know new york street type of rock and roll um that song so i have to go with that one getaway i'd rather hear that i believe it's a it's a one of my favorite deep cuts uh of kiss lonnie yeah i think um, oh, oh, All Night is fun, but I think Getaway really showcases the other side of Kiss. It's an ace fairly written song with Peter Chris singing it. It kind of showcases how good those other two members are that have always taken a backseat to Gene and Paul. And it, although I didn't vote for Strange Ways when it was up earlier, I think I have to vote for Getaway in this situation. Get away. Oh, here we go. Get away. Is there... No, I, you know, obviously I became a fan because of the videos for Asylum. Sure. That that stuff. But get away. It, it's poppy. It's got a swagger to it. It's rock and rolling. Yeah, it's a thrown together, but it's also just really, it's a fucking fun song. I, fun. I mean, I, I would be going yeah. get away because you guys kill tomorrow. I would want Getaway to go through, and it is because of you guys. So I want to thank you for doing the right thing, <laughs> even if it hurt my asylum feelings. Uh, oh, I mean, that's, you guys do, you can make good choices. We're revoking guys. your asylum card. We can. No, you guys are capable of making the oh, right choice. It, it's the other side of Kiss, and it's, it's underrated. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. 
And I don't usually sing his praise. It's only within this context. Oh, deep cut. Good one. That's a great thing. All right. No, Hollow Knight is fun. Come on. But get away. It's originals under pressure. Hell or hallelujah. Now, this is a new Hell, classic. That's Let classic. Me tell you. It's According a to classic. Paul. Classic. It's a new classic. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Paul. Not today. <laughs> Hell or hallelujah uh, or 100,000 years. Uh, <laughs> I see this one going well, Mark. Oh, you're, I'm going first on this one? You're going first on this. Why not? Well, you know, get, get it out of the way. You know, Paul. Paul did say this is this is a classic. You know, and he's never said that Hundred Thousand Years was a classic. You know, I mean, on the on the original album, which is the uh, stuff that we're supposed to be basing our votes on. Yeah, it is sort of a you know, drudgy slow song, right? But still, I think it's a. I think a Hundred Thousand Years is the song on that album that stands out the most to me for one reason, like black diamond has always been my favorite out that album, but a hundred thousand years is that kind of like, Whoa, where did that come from? Song the the leads on it are something really well done. Something that I don't think Ace did very often that, that could, that guitar solo that he does in that song is so well constructed. Uh, I mean, every time I watch him play it, you know, it, it looks like it's a challenge to him to this day to play it. You know, it's not well written and, uh, lyrically, they touch on stuff that they I don't think they ever really touch on in other songs, like in other albums, you know? Uh, so 100,000 Years has always been one of my favorite songs on Alive as well, including the drum solo as well. It's never been a skipper for me, that song. And while Paul, you know, has said that, you know, Heller Hallelujah is, is a new Kiss classic, it really is just a robbery of Burn from Deep Purple. And to me... I mean, it, it, it's, it's not forgettable, that song, but I would rather listen to 100,000 Years every day over Hell or Hallelujah. So 100,000 Years for sure. More than Hell or Hallelujah. But there you go. Um, Lonnie? Well, I disagree. I, I, I have a recording from a Live 35 where Paul goes, you know, we have classics. But we also have <laughs> classics of classics, and he's referring to a hundred thousand years. Classics and of classics, huh? classics of classics. He says, and a hundred thousand years is in that category. And it, and he, you want you want to call Heller Hialeah a classic? I mean, come on, a hundred thousand years. I, I said this a lot when we were talking about different songs. Like, it's one of those songs is about like. It's why we love Kiss because a hundred thousand years is it's so good. Mm-hmm. I, I you know from from start to be, from start to end, and I don't like how they're doing it in concert now. I don't think they're giving the song the justice that it deserves. That they're just playing the Amen. end of it. I, I think that mm-hmm. song is so good and deserves to be showcased in its entirety, not just the "Do you feel all right?" at the end of Psycho Circus and after a drum solo. I don't. I don't think that's fair to how good that song is so instead Hello, of doing, what i'm sorry instead of doing that pissant little guitar noodling that they've thrown into the set this year no. jam out a hundred thousand years in its entirety it, it, it yeah instead bring of back the, the back preacher yeah instead of the might be the screecher yeah, it might mm. be but 
I, I don't think it's right what they're doing to 100,000 Years. I think it deserves more justice than what it's getting because it is such a good song. And like I said, it's it's one of the songs, like the reason why we're Kiss fans. It's on it's on alive for Christ's sake. So it's it's 100,000 Years easily. Yeah, sorry for interrupting you. In you're, I, I interrupt you all the time. You're fine. No, you don't. You're very polite. <laughs> uh, Ken? Yeah, it's going to be 100,000 Years by a mile. <laughs> um Hello, Hallelujah. Does, does it really need a, a justification? Rip off of a rip off. Right. So, 100,000 years, let's keep it simple. Yeah, 100,000 years. Uh, I mean, just take all those ingredients of early Kiss. Ace is playing, Gene's bass, the drumming, Paul's vocal, rhythm. I mean, everything is, you know, that's just one, that's one magical fucking song. Yeah. I'm honored that we got to pontificate on 100,000 years today. <laughs> All right. It's going to be a do, tough one to eliminate. Let's do two more. And, and I see I have a meeting starting. So forever. Forever. Mm. Which is, a, of course, a classic. <laughs> see? Shadow agrees. Uh. Versus a deep cut, a could be classic. Dance all over your face. Mm. <laughs> all right. Could, could be. Who wants wow. to dance, dance all over forever or dance all over your face? Ken? <laughs> you know, forever is a good hit song. Um, How the fuck did dance all over your face get into this? But I don't know. But uh, That's a great question. I, I enjoy dance all over. I know. You, I keep telling you guys, I, I think it's a fun song. Um, <laughs> It's a, it's the ACDC Gene song. Um, that's the way I always felt about that one. So I'm going to go with, uh, you know, forever's a, I'm not going to go by the video. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with dance all over your face, even though it's probably going to lose. So. All right. Uh, Mark. Oh, can you disappoint me? Uh, <laughs> I, I know that, you know, you are a lover of lick it up and stuff like that. But really, that's just a that's just B list kiss that song. That I mean, come on, it's really against forever. I mean, I, I know that you have a deep love for Gene Simmons and everything that he does. So I'm not going to hold it totally against you. And I know that Gene is probably watching and saying, "That's my boy there, Ken, voting for me again." So I understand, but forever. <laughs> Is one of the golden songs in the Kiss catalog. I mean, it, it that's has, why they don't play it live. Yeah, but the, the, when does Kiss ever do anything properly? You know, <laughs> their whole career has been a complete screw up. You know, I mean, come on. So, uh, so I think that but this yet, song, here you are every week. Yes, of course, because you know we're all <laughs> screw ups. So come on. <laughs> so I, I think that it's to me, it's no comparison. Forever is such a great song. Has a great acoustic solo, just like Mr. Donnelly has just pointed out, what a great guitar solo that that song has. And, you know, yeah, it's not yeah. it's not bothered by the fact that, you know, you have Mr. Bolton involved in the songwriting of it. That's fine, you know. It would have been bad if Mr. Ezrin was involved with this song. That would have been a bad involvement, but he wasn't involved. Mr. Bolton was involved. So that's why it's a classic song. And that's why it should go through as a Great song in a death match. Forever is my vote. All right, Lonnie. Break well, the tie. 
Um, Julian wanted to know how Dance All Over Your Face got through to this round. Well, obviously, it's because of Ken that that, that Dance All Over Your Face got through to this. <laughs> well, no, I, actually, I looked it up because it oh. was up against Spit. Okay. Oh, I, okay. I, I guarantee I voted for Spit. So, <laughs> 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 so I still blame Ken. So, okay. I, but I am gonna go forever. I mean, come on, dance all over your face is is one of the weakest songs on Look It Up. And Ken, I know you love Look It Up, but it is one of the weaker songs on that album. And Forever is really freaking good. Poke that dog, would you see if he's still alive? No, shit. <laughs> Shadow. Is that a, do you have a dog at like a torture device or something? What the hell's going on over there? He's snoring. He's like, he went for a really long walk and now he's like just tuckered out. Yeah. Man. Um, there you go. Good boy. No, it, it's Forever is a great song. It, it, it really. Hey, how many Kiss fans do you know that Forever was their first dance at their wedding? I've seen it time and time and time again. Yeah. Um, forever and, and for that reason is because forever is a great song. So I have to vote forever over dance all over your face. Wonder if anyone has ever played dance all over your face at the at the wedding. <laughs> at a wedding, <laughs> yeah. Man. Uh, no, forever is exquisite. Forever is, you know, obviously Paul was inspired by Angel. Um, you know, and some of those mm. big ballads that were coming out in the late eighties. Um you know, but it's an exquisite song. The acoustic guitar, uh, the video, the video, the video is great. Yeah, yeah. To this day, it doesn't feel like some late '80s cheese ball video. It's a very classy piece of work. Yeah. Um, you know, it is a song. I I don't think they've had this in the set since like 2008 or something. It's a it's a long time since that one was last played. Let me catch up on some of the comments before we go. But that, that's you know, King of the Nighttime World is going through the oath. Um, I love it loud. Parasite. Hate. Might just end up transform into uh, tomorrow spontaneously. Um, two sides of the coin. Calling Doctor Love. Creatures of the night. 100,000 years and forever are going to do battle in round three against the other songs that uh, Matt... What was that? (laughs) Uh, All right. So that's it for a death match. We'll do another one in a few weeks. Next week, like I said, I won't be around, so who knows what these guys may do on their own. I want to thank everyone who's chimed in a ton of comments today. So thank you all for voting on the songs that you like, telling Mark that he's wrong. We need more of that, actually. Um, you know, you guys help make the show really fun when we do these live broadcasts because uh, a bit of interaction is super fun. Um, you know, since we do this all week, every week. Wait, 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 wait. Another comment. All right. All right. All right. We're all caught up. Turn off the comments. Go back to the thing so I can do the ending. So that's it for this week. Um, Thanks again for joining us. Uh, So from Ken, from Lonnie, Mark, and myself, uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you for spending time listening to the KISS FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. 
Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.